for first drafts or for the for the reading portion of your podcast yeah i drink we both drink whiskey uh-huh. um that feels like a writer's drink you know yeah but um fun fun fact game of thrones is the reason i wanted to try to enjoy wine more mm-hmm. so i have a bottle of red wine well now i wish i had something to drink dude like like every time it's if you find like one solid wine and then like think of it when you're watching Tyrion or somebody just pour like a massive heinous glass of wine and like chugging it you're like damn i bet that's good i want to be where they are (laughs) exactly yeah it's awesome like i feel like it transports me just a little bit i like how we have established that every time we record together we need to be drinking something and i am already breaking that rule that's sad i just finished um a beer actually i haven't finished that quite yet so i'm double fisting it a little bit over here nice well Uh, yeah let's dig into this because we were arguing a minute ago so uh yeah, if you don't know what's going on, this is the uh, bonus episode. I talked about it in the last episode that aired, like, God, maybe less than 12 hours ago. Um, we are going to kind of go through this latest episode of Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 1, and kind of talk about how we feel. And as Chris was alluding to, we both had a, a disagreement where I said there's not going to be a lot to talk about because not a lot really happened, to which you disagreed. And I'm very I- interested to hear what you think. Okay, I think um, I think it's set up a ton mm-hmm. of storylines. Um, and just for like quick context, Chelsea hadn't um, finished the show. Like as of a week ago, she was only in like season five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we blitzed through it. and Well, she really blitzed through it. And I kind of, you know, picked up what I could, where I could. And she was asking me questions. And it was like a good exercise to kind of get me back in the group. So she's, so, she's caught up? Yeah, she's fully caught up. She want to um, hop in on this? I, you know, I asked her that, and she said she wouldn't be funny. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. She's already giving a big laugh right there. <laughs> I asked her earlier today. I was like, do you want to join? I can set up a microphone for you. And she goes, I'm not going to be funny. And I was like, you don't have to be funny. I was like, I just want to hear what you think about the episode. Yeah, didn't she um, hear all of book four of Apples and Oranges? There's no pre- prerequisite <laughs> of being funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she wasn't. She's not feeling too hot tonight. So, okay. Uh, well, if because I, I want to do this through the remaining episodes. If she is down, she's always more than welcome to come she, hop on. Yeah, I, I I had her talked into it, and the only reason I gave her a pass is because she wasn't feeling a hundred percent today. Yeah. So okay, I'm sorry, I derailed you. Go ahead. You you talked about how stuff did uh, happen. Oh, so I had context. Um, not context, but I guess context. Like I had, I came fresh off of um off of seven the of, off the finale of seven so like the pacing and everything wasn't shocking to me and that was the first thing i heard i don't know if you heard anybody complain about it uh, or maybe you were complaining about it i don't know i know you didn't complain to me about it but um people were complaining about like it, it was it was slow it was mm-hmm. boring wasn't enough action um it was mostly talking it was mostly reunions and um I I I disagree. I thought it was. I thought it spun. I mean, like, I, so I. Tiny spoiler. I watched the. Uh, well, not tiny spoiler. Which, by the way, uh, I want to go ahead and say this because we haven't yeah, really said anything. Just, this is a spoiler-filled discussion. So if you have not watched Game of Thrones season eight, episode one, uh, I love you, but get the fuck out of here. I do not want to dance around it. Yeah, we're. This is full-on, full spoiler discussion. So don't feel like you have to give a caveat. Cool. 
So, uh, spoiler to the spoiler, assistant to the regional manager, um, I watched like a little bit of the inside the episode, yep. which was really cool. I've never watched one before, but kind of like the know, talking dead, Chris Hardwick stuff. Yeah. But it's a big season and it's like the finale. And so I was like, oh, I really want to check this out. And so, um, that gave me something to lean into, but one of the things he had mentioned, and I won't lean on this as much as I can, I'll try to stay away from it, but, uh, he mentioned, um, and he, I don't know who it was. It was like a guy, uh, mentioned that we're so intimately, close with these characters storyline wise i mean just because of the ebb and flow of game of thrones as a as a series uh-huh. and so we're not you know it's it's kind of easy to forget that these characters haven't been together for who knows you know for right. not who knows how long but it's easy to forget um i thought that was a good point to be made um you know like there were like there was a lot of impact that i think people forgot because they were expecting like a walking dead style uh reintroduction and game of thrones is you know it's a it's a powerhouse but oh, it's yeah. not really that type of show no well, so i will say this because i to, to pick up because you said that you heard complaints i'm not necessarily complaining that it was a boring episode or that it was too slow i <clears throat> i appreciated the slower pace because it is like you said setting up for the season but as far as like grand revelations not a lot happened in that sense because the biggest thing i think that we learned in this episode was that Jon Snow is actually Aegon Targaryen. That is his full name and that he is actually a Targaryen, but we already found that out from last season. That was in the season seven finale. Uh, And the rest were just reunions, which I do appreciate those too, but it wasn't, it wasn't jam packed is what I was saying. Like there wasn't a lot to dig, dig into in that Uh, regard. Yeah. Because we already knew about the John true. I'll meet you in the middle. Okay. Yeah, I'll meet you in the middle. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm not. <clears throat> I, I was gonna say, we knew John was the true heir to the Iron Throne, but we uh, we hadn't seen him find that out. Yeah. And I, and I do appreciate that they did not drag that out. Like episode one, Sam just drops it on him, and I'm really happy about that because yeah. that would have that would have sucked to have to deal with that knowledge for the entirety of the remaining six episodes. So how do we want to do this? Do we want to step through like beginning of the episode or just hit our highlights or what? Uh, I, I, the way I broke this down a little bit, because we're trying, we're both kind of new to reviewing a TV show as is happening. I, I have like four little bullet points and then like three favorite moments from the show. We can run through that. Or if you, if you have an intimate knowledge of the way things played out throughout the episode, I'm down to go through that too. I don't, but I was kind of hoping that one of us would start it and then we would kind of carry each other through okay um and i i don't know that that's gonna happen i just i had like a neat little like uh like a neat little notice or something i guess go ahead yeah um so the the beginning of this this uh season opens up with a little boy watching like the the cavalry ride in or whatever Uh uh-huh and i don't know if like and and i kind of lifted this from from the inside of the episode um but I I had noticed it was significant, but I didn't pick up on the like I guess implication of it, uh, or maybe it's the, I don't know that that's the right word. But this little boy runs up and he's like kind of nudging his way through crowds to to see the cavalry or to see the, I don't even know if cavalry is the right word just to see the people ride in, and um, and Arya like moves out of the way for the little boy, which was a callback to the way the show opens whenever um, Cersei and uh, what's the gods i was strong what's that king's name is it king uh king robert keep wrong okay i was gonna say robert, robert. baratheon yeah, king Ro- 
Right. So Rob, when Robert Baratheon and Cersei, and you get to meet like the, um, I guess the 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 Lannisters, you know, whatever, uh, Jamie and all that. Just when all that shit's happening on the first episode, Arya is the one like pushing through the crowd to mm-hmm. see people, and she's got a helmet on that's like too big for her. So it's like it's like a very like sweet, polarizing like. I don't know. It's just really cool. There's I noticed. A, there's a lot of parallels from the first episode to this episode. Um, it, I actually, because I talked with a friend last night, last night by the name of Undrawing Leech, and she kind of gave me a little bit of a list um, that she sourced from Reddit. Uh, I can kind of read through them real quick if you want me to share it. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be good commentary. So the one that you you talked about, Arya being the kid watching the king coming versus letting a kid get a good view. Um, Jamie arriving at Winterfell, taking a golden Lannister helmet off, showing his blonde hair and clean shaven versus now in gray cloaks, taking a hood off to show darker hair and a beard, obviously a lot more rough. And then someone, someone superimposed the curb your enthusiasm song over that (laughs) scene. And it is so funny. (laughs) Dude, the, the meme mill was just churning. Oh yeah. I, it's so funny. I got so many of them today. It's been great. I would shout out like I, I'm gonna shamelessly shout out not even shamelessly Free Folk the subreddit. Yes, uh, dude. Oh my god, so funny! Like all of the content over there just had me rolling. I was in <laughs> stitches today. Uh, I, I got two more to read. Uh, both of the episodes are ending with Bran and Jamie, except this time Jamie obviously looks scared. Uh, ah. Both episodes have amputated limbs for the White Walkers spread out in a gory way to send a message, which, by the way, scary as fucking scene last night. Uh, and, and I think they're in the same uh, pattern, too, right? Yes, that kind of like um, weird spiral thing. Yeah. And yeah. oh, in the uh, in the conversation in the crypt, the with uh, with John and uh, Sam, it mimics yes. the conversation with uh, Robert Baratheon and Ned Stark. And instead of them being in front of Lyanna's statue this time, John is in front of uh, Ned's statue. Wasn't it? And it was the significance was the next time you see me, I'll tell you about your mother. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. So it, uh, there's a lot of parallels to the first episode, which makes sense. I mean, that was the first episode ever, and this is the last first episode we're going to get. So I'm really glad that they did tie those things back together. Yeah, and... Um... <laughs> Actually, you, you've got a bullet point for Arya and Gendry. Um, I I saw it on Reddit today. I, I don't. I hate to like lean on everybody else for my own. <laughs> it's know, the like, internet. What's mine is yeah. yours. Is yours is mine. But uh, Arya and Gendry are um, Stark and Baratheon, and whenever they're in the the crypt, Robert and Ned are talking, and he says, "I have a son. You have a daughter." Oh we'll yeah. Join our houses, and so it's like the flip side. Uh, kind of cool. Someone pointed out. I, I, you know what? If we're gonna, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna have to get better about uh, sourcing, citing people. Oh, of course. Um, I, yeah. I, this is kind of spur of the moment too. I kind of sprung this on you today. Uh, we could probably be better prepared for episode two. I, yeah. I, next, how? What yeah. are? What are your? I shouldn't talk about this on air. I was gonna say. What, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> would you be down to do it after the episode ends? Or would you rather yes. like a day yes. to kind no, of no, no. mull over? I think when it's when it's fresh on my mind would be awesome. Okay, let's try and do that. I'm down. Okay. Um, well, I, if if we're going back to the discussion, I want to go ahead and try and tie in what you pointed out. Uh, to me, the biggest takeaway of this episode was that reunions are bittersweet. Uh, we have been we have spent the last ten years with these characters. And we have been wanting them to get back together after having spent so much time apart. And you would think that there would be much more excitement in it. 
but there is so much tension between the people that are reuniting and it's so perfectly game of thrones like john and Arya are have that amazing scene in the is it the whispering woods the the religious tree that they spend time yeah. at uh yeah. they, they have that that meeting and we've been waiting for them to get back together and it's sweet for a minute and then you start having the tension between like oh john is now with daenerys you know don't forget who you are you know we're still starks how could you give up your king in the north title kind of thing yeah and i thought it was it was really interesting um it might not it might not be worth mentioning but it was really interesting to see like the emotional intelligence of Arya's character yep um when um when she when she says i'm uh i, th- I think john says you're taking her side and then she says i'm protecting our family and uh he says it, it it's my family too or something to that effect and she says don't forget that yeah um, i thought that was super cool like what like what a nice agree to disagree emotional like uh, just an emotionally intelligent moment um for her character and it, know, it was just like a really good moment of growth and to play off that it's um, it shows how much time has passed that john doesn't really know her like he used to because he he's ignorant when he asks her uh have you used your sword before and she just kind of like pauses and says like a few know, times a few times yeah but yeah. like he doesn't know like it's you i guess because that's one of the great things about game of thrones is that it has grounded these fairy book storytelling into you know what it would really be like the the i guess uh i don't want to say gruesome but like things don't work out like a storybook ending and a meeting with somebody having spent that much time apart with no communication would probably play out like this. And, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's nice. Yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Sorry. I got, I got distracted just a little bit. My headphones got crazy for a second. Um, but yes, I do agree. Um, it, it felt, it felt real. Um, so I, my thought, the reason I'm distracted, my thought was um i immediately went to did any of the reunions not feel real uh, or not i don't know if real is the right word um i don't know just between the two of them that felt so perfectly written for both of their characters right you know um i do want to use this as a segue to pull up the the meeting between john and bran yeah john says you're a man <laughs> <laughs> and bran says almost <laughs> Like I immediately was like, what a fucking weird way to respond to that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's a significance to that or if it's going to like come back or what, but then Bran like lived out the rest of the episode, like stuck in the courtyard. So, <laughs> uh, so maybe it's just, maybe Bran's just like the weird character now. Bran is creepy as hell. I laughed every time they cut to him because he was always just <laughs> staring at people yeah oh man the 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 meme mill that i referenced earlier was churning out some fantastic brand jokes um i, I, I saw one that was a gofundme to uh-huh. build a ramp to get brand out of the courtyard yeah there was another one i saw that was uh where Bran turns to Jamie Lannister and he's like, hey, can you give me a push? And Jamie looks at him scared and he goes, I mean the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. It's horrible. It's so good. <sighs> but um, 
Yeah, so, and it's funny to me, like, I talk about him being weird. He's the only character that seems to understand the stakes of what's going on, because he's like, guys, the the wall has fallen, the White Walkers are on their way, they're already at the Umbers, we need to get going. We have no time. We have no time, and then everybody else is like, eh, and like, let's get to meet up each other. I mean, Danny and, and uh, John go off on the dragon ride. Yeah, how to train your dragon. <laughs> um, so, you, you brought up about how um the the umbers uh i can't remember what their land is called or their castle or whatever um was taken over by the by the white walkers right. um did you it might have been that i didn't see it did you see that did we as viewers see that or was that in the intro that was in the in- there was like it's one of those implied off season things like how do we how do we start the ground running and the best way to do that is to have like a big event happen off screen so that it's the implied uh living world does that make sense that i just talk in a circle yeah. no that makes sense yeah um, it's kind of like do you remember how in infinity war which mild spoilers uh, danos already starts with the power stone that he got from uh yeah yeah like it's just like that's a great way to just kind of hit the ground running with the the action makes sense so so was that alluded to in the um in the in the title sequence that i don't know the title sequence was very different because see i i think it was i think that oh it was most it it most definitely was because it had the wall broken and the wall was last season so (laughs) they they definitely upped it for this one right and i had read something about and this is i i mean i could have verified this before this but i i didn't um that their land the umbers land like turned white on the uh on the title sequence uh, so it was like an implication that the white walkers took it over which was really interesting um because someone called it back and they were like yeah you know that was pretty eh they were like it was on the nose or whatever it was like heavily implied and i i just i didn't remember that at all um god that part just broke me with the lord umber on the wall oh my god yeah so tormund and if i remember him correctly his name is ed uh, he's one of the Night's Watch that was almost like John's right-hand man. They are surveying the Umber's Castle, if I am understand it correctly. Which, by the way, if you're listening to this and we have it wrong, feel free to, at the tap stream, correct me yep. where I'm wrong. Uh, uh, I would say, at Dear Christopher 2, I don't know if I want to put you in the line of fire. I definitely do no, want to plug you, though. Do. Yeah, I would, I would love to be yelled at about uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, so Tormund and Ed are surveying the castle and they come upon this room where they're, the Lord Umber, the young boy, is pinned to the wall and there is a formation of body parts that signify the same sigil that the White Walkers used in the first episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. And all this is to illustrate just how close the White Walkers are to Winterfell. And when they think that there is nothing left to investigate, Tormund gets pretty close to the boy and the boy awakes, obviously, because he's a White Walker and lets out the most horrific scream that I've ever heard. And uh, is it Ben uh, Derek Bonberian or something like Derek Dondarian or something like that? He lights the boy on fire and he just screams and withers away. Horrifying. Yeah, like, like burns slow. Yeah. Like I like I was like I was like stop like stop I can't handle this. Yeah, it was a uh, it was definitely a hard one to watch. Um, I'm trying to find uh, 
I was trying to find someone. Someone made a point about that that scene, and I'm trying to find it. I, it's, I'm not. I'm not pulling it up quick enough. Well, if you while you're looking for it, I can go ahead and give you uh, time to kill. One of my favorite scenes in this episode was actually when we were following Tormund through the castle, and everybody's moving along quietly, and it's dark. Yeah. They don't have any any lights, and they come across a light coming from the other side of a hall, and they kind of charge at you at each other, screaming. And it turns out it's Ed, the the right hand man of John from the Night's Watch, and they're like ah, and they pull out their swords and they're about ready to fight. And Ed goes, "Your eyes are blue," and Tormund goes, "My eyes have always been blue." <laughs> uh, oh, I love that. I love, I, yeah, I love how they uh, they they break tension just a little bit. Yeah, I love it. Uh, well, not even just a little bit. That was like that that scene particularly went from an insane amount of tension to funny very quickly uh-huh. um yeah uh i digress um i'm not really you know i i think we'll find a groove the more we watch and the more we yeah. I, I definitely think we'll have a groove um if we recap the episodes like right after we watch oh them. yeah it'll be a lot easier um, which it'll yeah. be hard on the last two because they're 80 minutes long it'll be, so it'll, I, it'll be about 9 30 by the time we get to 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 watch to record Hey, I'm fine with it. So yeah. you you put down um, you put down one point that I wanted to make, but I don't know if you missed it or maybe you didn't pick up on this. I'm sure you picked up on the significance of it, but um, Sir Braun, I'm trying to remember the other person's name, uh, and I'm it's 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 blanking i'm blanking he's, he's the master he's the grand master for uh Cersei. i want to say picel uh, but it's not picel uh, yeah no picel i don't think he's been around for a while um damn it uh, i know who you're talking about though he's like the creepy one yeah <laughs> basically so, the one that's zombified the mountain and yes and so he says uh he says something to the effect of and i'm super blanking here uh what he does what he did for the throne or for cersei uh kyburn is his name yes um and so he says something about what he did for cersei and how he was rewarded and then he hands sir braun uh which is one of my favorite characters by the way he hands sir braun a crossbow i'm pretty sure it was the same crossbow that Tyrion killed uh tywin with it was and uh yeah because he because kyburn oh go ahead well, I was just, he, he says, imagine, you know, he basically says, imagine what would happen if you take care of Cersei's two abandoned brothers or abandonment brothers or whatever. Uh huh. That was huge. I was like, holy shit. Dude. Like, uh, yeah. Because Kyvern says uh, the queen has a poetic sense of justice and Bronn goes, this fucking family. Like the way he said it just destroyed me. <laughs> I love him. He's His great. character is so good. He's the only one that like gets it. It's like, man, these guys are fucking assholes. He just wants his own castle. He doesn't want to have yeah, to deal yeah. with the politics or anything. Oh just... my God. The, when when Kyvern says the pox will take her within a year or within the year. Oh yeah. And he's like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> and like the Kyber doesn't even like pay attention to him. He just keeps going on anyway. Uh, 
man. To me, him. he's almost like the embodiment of the the audience because yeah, I was, yeah. I, I was gonna write. I wrote down this note. It's frustrating how petty everyone is with their titles in this opening episode, knowing how close the White Walkers are. And so it's a nice contrast to Braun, who's like, I don't care. I'll you know he's gonna sleep with women and get his castle and you know do whatever he needs to do. So you have that bullet point written down, and it reminded me of another funny thing a funny joke i saw today and it was a picture of john like pinching the bridge of his nose like in in like frustration or disappointment uh-huh. and it says it says john snow when he finally gets rid of king of the the title of king of the north <laughs> he's the true king of the seven <laughs> of the seven kingdoms. that dude falls into greatness he can't stop <laughs> failing to fail yeah but no oh, i because I, I wrote that i it was two points it's frustrating how petty everyone is with their titles and also how willing are people able to give up their titles for the greater good obviously john is the embodiment of the good character because he gave up the king of the north title to bend the knee to danny so that he could get her army and the dragons in time to fight the white walkers now Arya kind of questions this no sansa questions this when she says did you do it for the good or did you do it because you love her and so, you know, that kind of questions into that. But it was frustrating to hear Liana Mormont, uh, the young the young girl uh, who is representing the Mormonts, like basically pull her support for John just because they can't call him King of the North anymore. Uh, even Sansa's giving him the cold shoulder and has some weird tension with uh, Daenerys because he gave up the King of the North title. And so to have that flipped on its head where... Now we know John is the king to the Iron Throne. Is Danny going to be able to make that same choice? Will she give up the crown just to to save the day with a greater good? It, yeah. Uh, um. Sorry. You. You. My brain like broke because you brought up something, and I started trying to prepare my thoughts. Um. I'm very interested to see how that turns out. Yeah. Um. And an interesting point to that was um and you have it written down but we haven't really talked about it so when when danny uh when Daenerys tells sam the fate of his father and brother um it felt like a glimpse i don't i don't know i i i'm ca- i'm very cautious to say it it felt like a glimpse at her ability to abuse her power yeah and i think think i think we yeah we definitely found that out before we found out john or before john found out his his true uh lineage right right yeah and so whenever the question was asked um you know would she give up her title in the same way that you did um like immediately i thought of like how ruthless she was with um with the tarleys and then uh also and it only came back to my mind. It, I don't think it was very significant, but it came back to my mind because we were watching it so recently. There's one point where she's really frustrated um, when she's in. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, she's she's. They've taken um, Casterly Rock, I think it is, and she she gets really frustrated and she uh, wants to like fly her dragons and like move her army and just basically start laying waste to people yeah and uh and Tyrion makes the point that um if she you know if she starts burning people and being you know a, a um 
a Targaryen basically, um, that she's no better. You know, mm-hmm. she, she she's not the one that would have like promoted change. So seeing that tendency, I I can't tell. Uh, and this is where I just kind of propose the thought and then back away. I can't tell if that is an allusion to her ability to abuse power or her, her not tendency to abuse power, but her gravitation towards abuse of her power. Um, she's, she's kind of always like, like flirted with the edge, I think. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know, like I'm, I'm really right now, like I can't figure out, like, is she going to, to like, is it going to be like, a bloodbath is she gonna be pissed is she gonna pull her armies like i don't really know what like i i don't know i'm interested to hear your thoughts because i can't tell whether or not she's going to be like that's gonna push her off the ledge or if she's gonna be uh mindful and back off i feel or, the, sorry the, the last one the third way is that they get married and then they just like like in her mind she's like well i'm the queen and then in his mind he's like well i'm the king <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like the his and hers collection and then the beyond <laughs> casterly rock is just, or uh king's landing is just like divided down the middle <laughs> uh no to i i actually i was gonna i was gonna bring up this point so the segue segues nicely until i pointed it out um that they're going into this season there was all like, oh, who do you think is going to die? Who do you think is going to be? Who's in danger? Who's not in danger? And I remember thinking to myself, well, I feel like I'm not worried about anybody dying because we, you know, it feels like it feels I like, well, hold on, hold on. I, I, I've come around. I feel like we're in the end game now. Everything's in place that it needs to be in to save the day. And then after watching the first episode, I finally realized I'm watching Game of Thrones. This is not going to end like you think it ends. So even though we have Jon and Daenerys with their dragons ready to take on the White Walkers and save the day, it would be foolish of me to believe that that's how this is going to end. And the thing that tipped me off was when uh, Varys, Tyrion, and Davos uh were standing on yes. on the the wall not the wall they were standing on some building in in winterfell and they were looking at john and uh Daenerys kind of flirt back and forth and very says a line that struck out to me he goes respect is the way they keep us at a distance so that we don't remind them that all things end this is not going to end well with John and Daenerys. There is going to be some falling out. Shit. This is going to be some falling out. And we're seeing it laid. We're seeing the seeds being planted because of that specific question. Will Daenerys give up the title? And I don't think so. She is. She has been uncontested for so long. She is not going to give up the title. And there, that will be the downfall of uh, Winterfell and, and uh, Unsullied and everybody this over there. This is like there. an oxymoron, but I want to just say it. She's like an uncontested underdog. Yeah. You know, like she's always had something to prove. Uh-huh. And John will be taking away the one thing she's had to prove this right. entire time. Yeah. Shit. Holy shit. Yeah. It's, it's... You know, okay, at what point, like... All right. If this show ends like that, like, I don't know if I'm going to be like, I have to draw a line somewhere wherein do I want to feel good or do I want to feel feelings? (laughs) You know, (laughs) like it's going to piss me off. Like red wedding fucking pissed me off. Like I stopped, I, I legitimately stopped watching the show. Um, I think I took like a two month break at that point. Yeah. Um, and I had watched this. Like I came in, you can vouch. I came in super late to this show. You caught uh, up you, for last season, I think. Oh, for sure. I caught up whenever. Uh, I caught up in 2017. So, um, 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which, I'm sorry, that makes sense. I which, caught. I watched. I watched the season finale of Seven. Which, wow. by the way, you probably did it the worst way, because not not only well, you never had to go the week to week on oh, waiting. No, I for sure did it the worst way. No, 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 no. Like, you you didn't have to go the week to week, and then you had to go a whole year gap between the next season. I, someone someone said it was like 542 days or something like that. Uh huh. We should probably fact check that, but I was like, that feels about right because I I can I can pinpoint when I was watching it consistent with um, a time in my life, like a major time in my life. And so I'm pretty sure like I I, I distinctly remember watching um, the finale and it was twenty seventeen um, like like fall, I think, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. It would have been uh it would have been like springtime. Game of Thrones is always a springtime show. Okay. Well then no, I'm wrong then. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to wait I had to wait a very long time. Um and thankfully I didn't forget anything. Uh or I forgot a bunch of shit, but I didn't forget anything significant. Like I was surprising myself with all of the details I remembered. Um shit. Uh where were we? I'm sorry. We had, you, you no, no. I just I basically told you how uh, for the longest time I wasn't afraid because I thought we had the pieces we need to watch this thing end. But with a oh. seat. Okay. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so you you were saying. So I was making the point. Let me finish what I was saying real quick. Um, I like. I don't know if I hate myself enough to be like, like if this show does another red wedding to me, but I can't. Like if I have to go back to season one, episode one, to feel like resolute, I'm gonna be pissed. Like I don't know that I'll, I'm gonna try my hardest to like, because I know that I'm gonna be like God. That like that's such that was just poetic beauty, you know? Yeah. But but at what like at what level do I stoop to where I'm like I'm so mad and I'm so hurt? Like I don't know. Like at, at a certain point, like I don't think my own emotional like wall can stand it <laughs> you know like i think it's i'm gonna be like god i just wish it would have been happy <laughs> you know and i like how do we are we foolish to expect that this ends happy i don't know like I, that's what i'm like i don't know yeah I, I don't know like i don't know if i would prefer that because it's gonna feel cheap because they also like i also watched a beautiful little family get destroyed in the red wedding like yeah. i watched a pregnant woman get stabbed in the stomach and that was like that's the kind of shit that like so there's this like technique and i know you'll probably know about it it's not uh, it's like a it's like a a way of handling terror in like a like a like a horror movie uh -huh. uh, film um i don't know why i just changed movie to film that was really pretentious um but there's like this thing where instead of showing somebody uh the 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 gory like the worst details you don't show it like you build up build up build up build up and then you pull it away yep. and then it's an implied uh it's an implied horror and it's it's so much more effective because now gore films have their place but this like this practical application is that you'll you'll be so you know like your mind will construct the absolute worst thing you can think of your worst and my worst may be two completely different things but uh, they're the worst to us, you know? And so, uh, fuck, fuck, I think I forgot where I was going with that. Um, oh, I know where I was going with that. Uh, Red Wedding, 
was worse than I could have ever made in my own fucking mind. That was horrifying. And um, I just, I don't know that I could end the season on an, or, like, I don't know that I can end the entire show that way. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to break me. Um, <clears throat> and then, so that was the point I wanted to make. I'm going to take a, a, a breather gap and I have another thing. Like I have another point to make to this whole, like people might die thing. Okay. So, do you have any other comments? Uh, so I'm not filling all the air. Well, I, I had this little thing that we can go into that. Um, I think I just lost it. Oh, I, uh, I, I honestly don't know how this is going to end. Cause I, I am fully expecting a bitter, bitter fallout between John and Daenerys. But I don't know who is satisfying to be left sitting on the throne victorious. Like, who's left? I mean, it would be so funny if it were John. I don't because know. I, I, I think I don't know, man. All he wanted to do was just serve at the wall, and then he became like some fucking officer or something. Mm-hmm. Well, he became. <laughs> uh, he became. Um, oh God, he the head honcho at the wall. Yeah, and then he leaves the wall. He, he like, I guess he technically abandons her. Well, I mean, I think he, well, he died. He, he died. So he was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And so Lord commander. He, yeah. Lord commander. And then he, then he dies and then he comes back to life. So he can't even do that. Right. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> and then he becomes the king of the North, <laughs> which he also didn't and then, want. And then he, he bends the knee and now he's the fucking true heir no, no, to the no, 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 no. Bends the knee, falls in love, find out it's his aunt, <laughs> and then becomes king of the Westeros. So how poetic would it be? If- Jon Snow's good, no good, bad date, horrible, horrible, horrible. <laughs> I wish I knew that full title. Oh my god, the very good, no bad, dirty, rotten day. That's not, I just like that. That sounds better than what I came up with, yeah. That was Holes, the no good, dirty, rotten, pig stealing great great grandfather. Oh man. Yeah, so the thought of John just like sitting on the Iron Throne, like in complete disdain, they're just like, motherfucker, like at the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that ending. Oh man. Okay, so you, you said you had a point to this? Yeah, so you have written down one of your bullet points is what was the weapon that Arya asked yeah. Gendry to make? So do you know what that weapon was or was that a genuine question? I, it's a genuine question. I don't know what it is. I, 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 again, I talked to my my friend on Drawing Leech uh, and I said, are we supposed to know what that weapon is or am I forgetting something? Um, I Now, this is, this is not 100% confirmed. Um, I did read up on it today. And what I could piece together was that it was a hilt and dragon glass. And the diagram was just like how it would connect to each other. It was just like a weapon made of dragon glass. And I don't know if that means anything to you. Well, yeah, because the dragon glass is what they use to kill White Walkers. But is it exclusively just for White Walkers? Uh, I think so. That's how it's been implied this entire time. Um, but I have a theory. Yeah. That Arya, and I have I have a I have a main theory that's believable, and then I have another one that's kind of believable but has some plot holes in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my main theory is that I think Arya is going to have this weapon made, and she's going to try to kill the uh, what's his name, the White King. What's, yeah, what's his name? Is that what he's called? Uh, I think so. I don't know if he has a specific name. So the main fucking like White javelin, yeah, like the javelin king. Like the dude that can like take down a dragon with a, with an ice stick. I think she's going to try to take him out. And I think that she's either going to be successful or she's going to die in the process. 
Hmm. And it's going to be fucking insane either way. The thing to me, though, with that is... The Night King is his name. The Night King. Why would Arya need a weapon made in secret to kill the Night King? Because they're all actively working towards that. Was it in secret? Not necessarily secret, but it was kind of like the, hey, make this. And he's like, why? And she goes, don't ask. Just do it. Like, it was kind of like a... so I took that as flirting. Oh. I thought it was a. I thought it was a way for her to bat her eyes at Gendry. Well, basically, what I'm getting at is, is that uh, again, because I'm assuming it wasn't secret. I am also not subscribing to the theory that is exclusively uh, for White Walkers. I think she is building a, a failsafe for the dragons. Like I, because to, to me, it kind of, it kind of looked like a, like a blow dart, which I know that's not what it is, but that's what it looked <laughs> like because of the way that she showed the two pieces in the diagram, like almost like you could shoot it out. I really, cause she, when the dragons flew that's, over Winterfell, she, she looked in awe and then she looked worried and Arya being the, the, uh, rogue that she is, is going to want to have a fail safe. I think she's going to kill one of the dragons. Because I don't understand why, if it is in secret, why would she be secretive about wanting to kill a White Walker? True. Yeah, I don't have anything for you there. Yeah. That's a good point. So um, I, I want to know what I that did, weapon is. I did just Google the Night King just to figure out what his name was. Uh-huh. And the very top link is Game of Thrones just set up Arya killing the Night King. So my oh. theory is com- completely unoriginal. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, Here's one that I haven't read. I like to let my mind run wild and think that she is going to uh, kill a White Walker and steal its face. Oh. That would be a fun little... Uh, what is the... The, the mini face god? On? Well, yeah, but I don't want to spoil The Walking Dead for anybody, but there that's like a similar... Oh, yeah, 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 the whispers. That's it, yeah. I don't even watch that show. Yeah, I, mean, I think I told I think you about Reddit. that. Yeah, maybe you did. I was going to say, I think maybe Reddit spoiled that for me. Um, no, you did. I remember that because I specifically gave you uh, permission to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even want to bring up spoilers in The Walking Dead. Yeah, I know. It's funny how that works, asking <laughs> for permission on spoilers. <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, that whatever. that about does it for all my notes. Uh only other thing that I have were favorite moments. I already talked about uh, one, which was the Ed and Tormund running into each other. Um, the other one I really liked was the John riding the dragons for the first time. That was a really fun scene. Um, and then I don't. It was really cool watching Gendry forge all the weapons with dragon glass and just kind of arming up everybody. Um, if I if I had a favorite moment, um, Sansa. Uh... I think it's when she like sees Tyrion again for the first time. Uh-huh. Um, so there's, I guess maybe two. There was one where she says, uh, Tyrion says something about Joffrey's wedding and how terrible it was. And then uh, Sansa says it had its moments, which was really funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, another thing was, uh, I feel like it was a, it was another really like significant moment was, uh, and I, I would like to go back and review it actually, because I would like to see, I would like to read Tyrion a little better, mm-hmm. but he talks about um, the truce that has been drawn between uh, the Lannisters and fucking pretty much everybody. Um, how she's gonna help, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
and Sansa says something like, I thought you were more clever than that or something like that. I thought you were the wisest man I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I liked that. That was, that was like, I, and like I said, um, I, I didn't rewatch the episode. I only watched it once. Yeah. So. I've only seen it the once too. Yeah. And so I can't really remember. I would like to go back and see if Tyrion like was surprised or he kind of like, he had this expression, like, fuck she's right like yeah. why, why did i yeah. believe that my sister would uh you know show true cur- courage in the face of fear yeah and um there I, it was something i was going to talk about earlier it derailed my thoughts uh was just how sansa was super um she, she's just like when, when aria makes a point to say that sansa is like the smartest person she knows mm-hmm um, like there were a couple po- points where we were like, damn, like she's, she's really, you know, like really on her game. Um, but there was something she did that was stupid. Sansa uh, or Arya? Sansa did something in the episode that I thought was, was like, she, she showed her hand and I can't, I just can't remember. Maybe I think it, so my, I, I'm I like naturally wanting to say it was the fact that she was being so petty with, with Daenerys. Like mm-hmm. it was grounding to see that she was still like i mean she, she can't be what 21 22 yeah somewhere young. around there yeah she's she's a kid still and so um like i felt i felt like there was this really petty little like because i mean how old's danny like denarius isn't very old either right yeah i'd put them late 20s let's see i wonder if, I wonder if google can tell me well if you go but, by the books they're really young which is kind of creepy <laughs> Which actually, if we look back on this years from now, we're going to realize how creepy George R.R. Martin is. Dude, Daenerys was 13 years old at the beginning of Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Given given the context of the show, that's Yeah. They definitely aged him up for the show. She was 13 married to Khal Drogo. Yeah. And it was not as uh, consensual as it was so in, wonder, in the, the show okay so in game of thrones she's 15 mm-hmm. in in a game of thrones she is 13 and the television uh adaptation she is 15 so uh, according to my short google um so here's a good question how old is scenarius in season seven uh Oh, that's so weird. Okay, she's twenty-two. Wow. By season seven. Okay. So I, I read another thing that said she was seventeen, but I didn't read the whole thing, and I was like, "That's even. That's still weird." Yeah. Uh, so twenty-two. We're really gonna look back on this show and be like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> this is this is weird. What were we doing?" Yeah. Seriously. Um. Let's see. Uh, twenty in season eight. So Sansa's twenty. Okay, well that that kind of puts it into perspective. Um, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that their their little back and forth seems super petty. So basically, Game of Thrones could be summed up perfectly with parents just don't understand. <laughs> it's like a Zoinks weekend at Bernie's situation. <laughs> Whoa! Did your dad get his head chopped off? <laughs> um, and Arya is 18. Hmm. in uh in season eight so that's that's interesting perspective i wonder 
I don't need to go down this rabbit hole. I'm going to go down one more. I wonder how old John is. <laughs> John, I mean, he'd probably have to be around 22 as well. Let's find out. <clears throat> Insert Googling music. 23. Wow, I was one year off. Which is weird because he feels so much older. Just They all he, do. Well, because I think they're all in their 30s. Yeah, that's true. Bran is, uh, someone made a joke that Bran was super wise, knows everything, does nothing. John <laughs> knows nothing and does everything. Uh, oh, one other thing. One one little, like, funny little moment when, when you were talking about John riding the dragons and when they just start, like, making out at John's old hunting place. Um the dragon is looking at John uh, and I was like, like I thought about it after the fact, like whenever you asked me to do the podcast, I just kind of was thinking back over the episode and I was like, can Bran like warg in to dragons? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like what if that was Bran? Like he's looked at everybody in this episode. It's might as well. He's, yeah. Look through the eyes of a dragon. I'm going to laugh so hard if we get to the episode by episode six, that that is some callback. <laughs> the brand was super funny. Oh man. I, I really feel like, um, there, I don't know that that episode was, was good to me. Like, I feel like, Oh yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, I think I, there was a good amount of stuff to unpack. I will say this. You proved me wrong. We got almost an hour worth of discussion yeah, from an I episode. Say, I said, nothing happened. This, this feels like it was about 45 to an hour. And so now I'm like, shit, what are we going to do for these long episodes? I don't care. I love talking. I love, I love <laughs> this is good. So you, you love talking. Like I love writing and text edits. <laughs> That's a callback uh, to apples and oranges. Uh, I need to get apples and oranges printed and you, framed. You are much more intelligible than apples and oranges. <laughs> oh man well i i don't have any more points for episode uh one of season eight is there anything else you want to end on before we wrap this thing up no uh, i'm 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 sucked back in that's that's uh me too i definitely all- i definitely had my hype cooled uh on this one year hiatus especially because season seven very much felt rushed uh because there was i i made this joke to you i've been proud of there was a scene last season where they are beyond the wall and then they send crows to wherever danny is and danny comes and saves them and i texted you and i go wow crows fly fast i guess plot flies faster because <laughs> <laughs> they was they were just so rushed and in season seven uh it was just kind of like i recognized how silly it had become and even though i was enjoying it i wasn't like as invested i'm in back reinvested i think the year off really kind of helped yeah um did you recap at all did you did no. you go back and try i to- watched like a quarter of the uh, no i watched about half of the last season finale uh it was too late to start a, the full thing because it was like an hour and a half and i only had like 45 minutes till the new episode you know it's interesting that that people um i don't I, maybe i'm just talking on my ass but um i feel like people retain game of thrones well yeah like the layman like i would consider myself um largely untalented with following, <laughs> with tol- following storylines yeah and um and even i was remembering stuff i think i said it earlier i was remembering stuff that i was like surprised by um and names and because this this show is a fucking nightmare like yeah. trying to remember all these people is a nightmare um 
but I, I did like, I did, I did okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, I have one more thing if we have nothing else to add. Um, I feel like we should do our part as, as the podcast, um, or as, as a, a Game of Thrones review contribution, uh, and talk about season eight episode lengths. Um, because a lot of people are complaining that they're not two hours long. Yeah. Um, me included. <laughs> like I was, I was frustrated. I was expecting a, uh, not going to lie. I was expecting a two hour long episode. Um, six of them. It's funny so, that that came out because everybody was assuming that. And even I did, but so far, all I know is that the last two episodes are 80 minutes each. So HBO actually, according to several sources, officially released the episode links of all of season eight's episodes. Uh-huh. Um, the episode we just watched was 54 minutes and uh-huh. it was the shortest episode in the series. So, um, you know, there's something to, to look forward to is you got the shortest one out of the way. You're going to get your fix if you're one of the people in the camp for, for longer episodes. So uh, next Sunday, we have a 58 minute episode to look forward to. So season eight, episode two is 58 minutes, according to this uh, graph I'm looking at season or, or uh, episode three is 82 minutes and it is the longest of the episodes um and that is the episode that is supposed to have the longest recorded fight sequence ever on film holy shit ever i'm not ready yeah you know what's even more that episode airs the same weekend as avengers endgame i might spontaneously combust oh my god i think i might combust that weekend i you know i was um i was thinking about like i i typically don't catch movies on uh on release night or like release weekend, but I, I really want to catch Endgame on release. You need to get your tickets now. Yeah, I know. That's I got. Why I, I was... tried to get mine for the Friday. It was sold out. I had to get it Saturday. Like, you haven't seen the little theater in in the place I live in. Um, it's it's like it's like your rich friend's dad, <laughs> like fixed up like a room in his house. Uh-huh. But it's but I wonder like I wonder if that's gonna even like pack out. Um. I, I should it, look into that. It's yeah, you should really look into it because uh, we're two weeks away. But that's seriously like it's like watching a movie. Like it's like taking a projector from your school and then like sh- shining it on your wall. It's not the greatest movie experience in the world. Um, so season. Sorry. For yeah, we Avengers. took a little tangent. I'm gonna add this. Yeah, we should try and make it a goal to go see it in IMAX. I would be down for that. Yeah. Opening weekend? Or... Not opening weekend, just at some point okay. before it leaves. I would be so down for that. Yeah. Um, uh, God, that's an exciting thought. We should talk more about that. Off okay. Air. All right. Game um, of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, so episode three is 82 minutes. Episode four is 78 minutes. Um, third shortest episode, if you want to be a pessimist. Um, and then five and six are 80 minutes long, as Trey said. So, uh, this could be a lie, but I've corroborated that across several sources. And I think I've seen that so, too. Yeah. So, um, they're wasting no time. Yeah. No kidding. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're not getting our two hour long episodes, but, um, they're, they're pretty generous with the times. So, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm super excited. God, I'm so excited. All right, um, man. Yeah. This I, was fun. I'm down to do this next week. If you are. I am absolutely down and I'm going to be better about it. I'm going to take notes. I think uh, I'm not going to be clinical, but I'm going to take notes and um, be prepared. Let's try and 
firm this up a little bit. Oh yeah. And uh, hopefully because this is a little bonus episode that I'm just going to upload here, but this next time will be a full on full episode of the Tapstream podcast. So uh, I'm excited. about Woo! that. Yeah. You can't get rid of me listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you plug, whatever you want to plug. You can find me on. <laughs> oh my God. Riker. <laughs> No, Dante, Dante. Dante, I brought you here because I trust you. Trust you. <laughs> uh, you can find me on all social media as Dear Christopher. All right, scumbag. <laughs> Sarge? <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. Where are they going to find you? Dear Christopher, everywhere. And uh, I promise I've I've taken a hiatus um, from, from Mixer. I, I'm going to come back with a vengeance and a new schedule. Mm-hmm sometime soon i'm working on it now cool dear christopher on all social media uh at the tap stream on all social media as well and uh we'll see you next time Woo! bye